managed to find the right buttons actually to record the stuff as oh, you can hear. I don't hear anything anymore. You don't hear anything no. anymore. Okay, now I hear. The iSpot is the podcast about polar science and the people. We talked to scientists who went on board Polarstern, the German research icebreaker, for the biggest research expedition in the Arctic. So, Sarah, why are you here? <laughs> why okay. do you want to do this podcast with me? <laughs> so, first of all, I think being a podcaster could be the peak of my career ever. <laughs> I think if I manage by the end of 2019 to be a podcaster, that can that would be everything I can ask for to Santa also for next year. Other than that, I think it's a very cool opportunity and idea for while getting the project out there and also this incredible experience that is going to be mosaic. And you, Kirsten, what are you here for? <laughs> well, pretty much the same. I started listening to podcasts a while ago and I thought this is a good way of informing people informally about things. So I'm listening to lots of different podcasts about, you know, female role in business and um, things like that. So I thought um, having a podcast about researchers um, would be a really cool idea. And since I'm working in the field of polar research for many years, it appeared to me most obvious to try out this. And start from there. Yes. Why not? So the iSpot is actually a contribution to the year of polar prediction. In brief, it's called YOP. Some people say Y-O-P-P. -P. But if you hear YOP, you know we're talking about the year of polar prediction. You're talking about us. Yes. And this is an initiative of the World Meteorologic Organization's Polar Prediction Project. So World Meteorologic Organization, WMO, in brief, it's a international UN, United Nations organization who takes care of the weather, so to say. So the Polar Prediction Project is actually a 10-year initiative to improve uh, weather and sea ice predictions. We are also producing this podcast in coordination with the Mosaic communication team. What is Mosaic at all? So it's the multidisciplinary drifting observatory for the study of Arctic climate. We will never say this long again. So you just have to remember Mosaic. Also worth saying is that Mosaic is a Yop endorsed project. So. The Year of Polar Prediction is endorsing Mosaic for contributing to the overall scope of the Polar Prediction project. Mosaic is going to last for one year and it's going to be basically a huge drifting ice station in the Central Arctic sea ice. As Sarah said, the drifting ice station will be for one year, so it's divided into six legs. Mm -hmm. So I think this is uh, six times two months. Yeah? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so I am positive <laughs> on my mask. <laughs> but I, I kind of remember there is a three months lag in Wolf, but I don't know. I also I actually, remember. I also have, to, have three in my mind. We somehow. have to look it up. But anyway, so people go on board Polarstern. So how does it work? So there is an ice flow. Yes. So actually... Um, 
colleagues of us, our colleague Helge Gössling with his group is helping to find the perfect, perfect <laughs> ice flow for Polarstern to drift against. So exactly. there is an ice flow and the ship will just push. I think this is the way it works. Push against this ice flow. Mm -hmm. And this ice flow must be huge because um, they want to set up a whole network of instruments on the ice flow. Yes, it's going to be a big camping site I on think so. the ice of the Arctic. And so so some of our colleagues from the Year of Polar Prediction going there and helping with installing the instruments and taking measurements, maybe launching radio sound balloons, uh, many different things. And these people we want to invite here in the studio of Radio Visa TV and talk to them after they are back um, from their expedition. Yes, we are going to hear a lot of interesting stuff about science, but we, we, are all, we also want to know about how the life was beyond scientific instrument and measurements and experiments. So how is it to be several weeks on the ice, on a ship, far from your everyday life? The Mosaic Summer School is going to take place at the very beginning of, of Mosaic. So 20 uh, early career scientists? I think about 20. I think yes. about 20. They have been accepted and they got a place into this uh, incredible summer school. It's going to be like the experience of a lifetime probably for them, or at least at this stage of their career. And they're going to learn, of course. They're going to attend lectures on board the... Russian icebreaker Academic Fedorov. It's going to be a school, but they're also going to have a glimpse of what the Arctic feels like. So they're probably going to help setting up the, uh, the instruments outside the icebreaker, uh, also maybe learn how to use the one on, uh, on board and get the chance of participating in one of the biggest projects that science is offering right now. Yup, actually is supporting two of the participants for this mosaic school. So one is the student, Thea Schneider. And then we have another um, participant of the school who's actually a lecturer, a lecturer yes. in modeling. This is uh, Thomas Racco, our mm -hmm. colleague from the Alfred Wegener Institute. Yeah. So we're going to hear about Thomas and Thea first on the podcast. So they're going to be our first guests. And it's cool that we start with a fresh look into the Arctic from students and lecturers of the Mosaic School. So uh, who are we? So who are, yeah, who are, who are you, Sarah? Oh God, this is a really hard question because I, I don't even have a title <laughs> for I, what I, do. I thought so too. I mean, even, I mean, for everybody, you can yeah. answer that like hourly long. Exactly. So maybe I can explain what I do on my daily basis. So I work at the Alfred Wegener Institute with the International Coordination Office of the Year of Polar Prediction. Among my duties are, uh, of course, communication, but also the organization of uh, events or uh, strategies that involve getting the science out there mainly and coordinate science itself. And what is your background? Can you? I studied 
human rights first. I mean, my bachelor in Padova in Italy. And then I moved to Bremen to uh, do my master's in international relations. And I landed in Bremerhaven and took up this opportunity. And actually, I just wanted to mention Sarah's also taking care of our social media accounts. Yes. Uh, Twitter and Instagram. So um, if you don't follow us on Twitter and Instagram, you should. <laughs> because we are putting some great stuff there. You can find a lot of information and uh, tweets about, yeah, everything that is going on in the polar field. So we are at Polar Prediction on Twitter and at Polar Prediction on Instagram. So you don't even get the chance to forget the two of those. Well, who are you, Kirsten? Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's as difficult as you said. Yes. Actually, so I'm working in the Year of Polar Prediction International Coordination Office in 2016. And before that, I was a scientist. I did paleoceanography. Um, that's um, studying the history of the ocean, so to say. And I did that in the Arctic. That and, sounds um, fun. It, it was kind of fun, yeah. Um, yeah, but then I moved into the year of polar prediction, which is not the past, but the future, actually. What do you do on your daily basis? In the coordination office? Mm-hmm. Well, this is a lot of emailing. There are many people involved in this project in the year of polar prediction, and they all want to know things what to do how to get funds um, how to discuss when to have the next teleconference so we have lots of um, calls and then I also do some communication together with Sarah so yes. I'm trying to coordinate actually how um, how we communicate to the different um, groups um, as I said we have many scientists we um, have to inform about things. Then we have the numerical weather centers um, who need to become involved. And then we have also different task teams. There is a big community to take care of also yes. sometimes that at times needs guidance, maybe. You are the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, <laughs> I try to <laughs> sometimes. You successfully to. do so, I think, in my The Ice Pod is produced by the Year of Polar Prediction International Coordination Office with the technical support of Radio Visa TV as well as the support by the communication team of Mosaic and the Alfred Wegner Institute. Editorial responsibility is with Kirstin Werner and Sara Pasqualetto. For any question, please contact us at polarprediction at gmail.com. I think the last one was good. The last one was good. The last one was good.